Having a spiritual director or someone to talk to on your faith journey is more than just helpful. It's really necessary. If you are walking the journey, you need to have someone that helps lead you, guide you, listen to you, support you, love you. It's very lonely when you don't have someone next to your side that you can talk to about your spiritual struggles or even life struggles through the eyes of Christ. My spiritual director came over last night, a house call, so wonderful, (laughs) and I met my spiritual director in the confessional. I was explaining how I was upset with feeling so prideful as I was out speaking. People would come up to me and say, oh, you're such a great speaker. I could totally relate to you. Thank you for coming. You've heard God's call. And I was thanking them as if I had anything to do with it. It was really God. So I was confessing pride. And at that time, he had said, can I help? And that was when I found out he was a spiritual director. And so I met with him after confession that day. And boom, it's been a wonderful, wonderful relationship. And I meet with him regularly, once a month at a minimum depending on what's going on. So last night he came over because I was struggling, number one. And number two, I wanted him to perform an exorcism blessing on my house. I haven't had my house blessed for a couple of years. And I strongly suggest if you haven't ever, or if it's been a couple of years, you should do it once every year. Um, call up your priest, bring him over. Don't forget to give him a little donation for his time or make him dinner or something like that. Um, I always ask for the exorcism, um, blessing, not just a blessing of the house, but really to rid any evil spirits. Both of my stepsons are gone now. And I don't know if there's anything left in the home. Uh, you know how teenagers can be doing things that I may not even know about and bringing some evil into the house. So yeah, he took the um, pink salt that I have, the Himalayan salt and the water, and he exercised, blessed both of those. And then we went around the house and it was awesome. And then as I spoke, I was sharing how I was struggling with what I would almost call periodic depression. There are days, my friends, where I don't even want to get out of bed. There are days that I am so tired and I need a nap in the middle, or there are days when I am so spiritually exhausted that I just have nothing left. And then I feel in some cases that I've wasted my day away. And so we chatted quite a bit about that, and I wanted to bring that to your attention that you may be in a moment of desolation or desolation may be coming up and down and up and down, especially during this year. I made mention of it yesterday, but I wanted to bring it back to light because I want you to be okay with it. Just sit with it with God. God, I don't feel like going to daily mass today or God, I don't feel 
like praying today or God, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. And then you can just say, but I know you love me. I know you love me right where I am at this moment. And I'm going to ask you to give me the grace. Fill me with your love. Fill me with your love. And so what that is doing, it is using, if you are being attacked by Satan externally, it is using the same weapons that the devil is using on you, but you're using it to offer yourself to God and to accept his love. Satan wants us to feel bad when we're feeling lazy. He wants us to feel bad if we don't make it to mass, if we don't make it through prayer, if we don't get the list of things done on our to-do list. He wants us to feel unproductive, inefficient, incapable, worthless, unlovable. That's what he wants. That's what his goal is. And then to divide us from the world, because then we're so upset with ourselves that how possibly can anybody else love us, let alone God. And it just kind of spirals into this ongoing kind of depression, right? You just swirl away and down the tubes, if you will. So if you're struggling with any of that, or it's coming on in the middle of the day, in the afternoon, just take a moment and ask God to love you. And you can also, which has worked for me quite a bit because I don't want to give in. I do my deliverance prayers. So I, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of depression, laziness, sloth. Maybe you're eating too much. You have lustful feelings, temptations, things like that. Just deliver them away. Command them to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus Christ to pour his precious blood on them. And then never to come back again. Receive your sentence from Jesus. And then ask the Lord to fill you with his love, his blessing, his joy, his happiness, his peace, if you're anxious and worried and fearful. The opposite virtue to fill you in. And you may find most often that if you ask for that grace, he's going to give it to you. He's going to help you get through that moment because a lot of times we can't take that nap, (laughs) right? We have to keep going. We have things in our lives and responsibilities that we have to face. So in some cases, go ahead and take that nap, but take it and love yourself and let God love you. Say it out loud because Satan can't read your thoughts. And then you could even offer that nap, right? Lord, I'm so exhausted. I'm going to offer this nap for all of the people out there who are walking around so tired in a slumber, sleeping because they don't know your love. So you do two things with that. Number one, you're offering it up to God. And number two, you're making reparations for sinners and praying for those who have not been converted or have not had that encounter with Jesus. Satan's not happy about that either. (laughs) So I guess to tail on or to kind of follow on with yesterday, it's okay to find yourself in these moments of desolation. It's the normal process of a journey. I'm just grateful 
that my desolation can sometimes last a half a day. Sometimes it can last all day. Sometimes it lasts for weeks, but I'm not Sister Mother Teresa, Saint Mother Teresa, sorry, who was in desolation for two decades. But every morning she spent time with Jesus, an hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament. So that's the other thing that I'm going to be implementing is pushing myself through. If there's any spiritual desolation, like getting up and going to daily mass, when I have other things on my plate that I feel is more important, I know that there's grace waiting for me in the Eucharist. I know that there are people there that are going to enlighten my soul, even though we barely talk because we have these masks on. It's still better than being in my house by myself. My cup gets filled when I go. So you know who doesn't want me going to receive the Eucharist. So whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to push through. That is rule number five. Rule number five in the St. Ignatius of Loyola uh, spiritual exercises is this. (laughs) If you're in desolation and you've made a decision to go deeper in your spiritual life or to do something in your professional life or personal life, or maybe you've started a new diet or working out, that is the time that you do not change your mind. You continue with that decision that you made, because most often, if it's an improvement decision in your life, it's something that you made when you were in consolation. So you continue with that, that commitment that you made. And for that matter, go one extra. So if you've promised yourself that you're going to get up and you're going to read scripture, read one more verse. If you've promised yourself that you're going to exercise, do an extra five minutes. If you've promised yourself that you're going to start spiritual reading or that you're going to find that new job or you're going to start that calling that has been pulling at you, but you've been too afraid and you're going to start researching how you can begin that new world in your life, do an extra five minutes of it. Because of two things. Number one, it shows Satan that you, that you don't have control over me. I don't, I don't need to feel in order to love. We have to understand that love is a choice and we choose to have a relationship with God. We choose to pray and worship to him and we choose to allow him to love us. And number two, when you're, you know, thinking about stopping, that's what he wants. <laughs> he wants you to not get closer to God. He wants you to find every other distraction or excuse about your inability, your incapabilities, your lack of focus, your laziness, whatever it is. He wants you far, far away from making your mind, your body, and your soul, and your spirit of God within you better. So I want to offer to everyone, I have faith coaching services. While I am not a spiritual director, quote unquote trained, 
I provide faith coaching. It's really life coaching. Could be personal, professional, and spiritual, of course. Assistance with Christ in the center. Christocentric. It's all about living your life with Jesus. And a lot of it has to do with your spiritual life and cranking that one up a notch. So I am here for you. Just go to my website, KendraVonAsh.com. The link is in this podcast. And fill out the intake form. I have had such amazing relationships built. And I hang up the phone. It can be done worldwide. We can be on a Zoom call, a video call, or we can just be on WhatsApp. If you're around the globe, I have people in different countries. But it is amazing how when I hang up the phone, that person and I are filled with the Spirit. There's nothing better than having someone who knows you, who's intimately connected to you. There are, that's such a, it's almost immediate that the weight that gets lifted off of all of the people that I work with because they're sharing their deepest troubles and their struggles and they're sharing their triumphs and and their moments of consolation that are off the charts. And together we find ways to get through those valleys and back up to those peaks of the mountain because as you know, you just got to keep walking because On every side of the valley is a mountain. So I'm here to walk with you. And by the way, I don't have a fee. This is something that my husband and I agreed. I don't want this to be, I can't afford you, so I'm not going to call you, (laughs) right? That's horrible. So what I do is I ask you to pray on a fee. I ask you, to pray on how often you want to work together. And then we, we take it to God in prayer and we see where it goes. So don't think that you can't afford this kind of help. And don't think that you don't need this kind of help. I would also suggest if you're questioning whether you want some sort of spiritual assistance in your life that you can read, um, by Dan Burke. It's, um, Oh, navigating the interior life. And it's all about spiritual direction. And if you're serious about your spiritual life, you should have some sort of spiritual mentor, spiritual mentee, spiritual director, something like that in your life. Mostly people are thinking about spiritual directors and it's kind of difficult. I was blessed. I truly believe mine was given to me by God in the confessional right? I mean, (laughs) he's in persona Christi. I'm pretty sure God gave him to me. And again, so blessed. And I'm in ministry. So it is pretty important to have someone in my opinion, who is trained in this. But when you read the interior life, you don't necessarily have to have a priest. You don't have to have a spiritual director. You can have a coach, a mentee, You can have a spiritual companion, a good friend, just as long as they're holy, right? If they are moving down that path and continuing to stay with the magisterium of the church and guide you in the ways of the Lord. 
Ah, what a new day. Look at today and just ask God to love you. I also had deliverance prayers prayed over me in Latin, which was amazing, just in case. <laughs> but I remember when we were talking, deliverance prayers were beautiful as he was praying them. Before the ones in Latin, as we were praying and getting ready for our spiritual direction, just, you know, session, he basically delivered spirits and he didn't know what was going on with me. But he had said, I deliver spirits of um, depression. That was one of the spirits that delivered. And my shoulders came down from the top of my ears. And I had this warm peace. It was like undoing the end of a balloon. It just went any stress or tense that I, tenseness that I had in my body was gone. And I knew, I think I was going through bouts of depression. So again, it's all about God's love and using that love and accepting, choosing to accept that love where we are at in our moment of weakness, in our moment of falling, in our moment of spiritual laziness and sloth, in whatever moment we are at where we don't believe that we deserve God's love is exactly and precisely the moment we need to accept God's love. He's knocking at our hearts every moment of every day. Let's answer that door. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear shame and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.